This is the Wholesome Monk Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. It's your boy, Wholesome Monk. And today, since season one, we finally got her back. Aaron, not Aaron. How are you, you doing? You finally got me back. I would have come whenever you, you asked. Fi- <laughs> we fi- hey, you, you, well, hold on. Since you've been, since you've okay. been, since last time you've been here, you're a busy person and you've gotten. That's look, true. You know what? Yeah. Last time you were here, you had, I, I remember it was like 37, it was 37,000, 37,000 followers. I remember. Yes. And now you have a hundred and something. I don't know the exact 127, number. It's about to hit 128. <laughs> there you go. And by the way, we're in season five, but that doesn't mean it was five years ago. So that just shows you how the growth is for, for your girl here, Aaron. So it was like years or something. No, I think it was like, was maybe, it maybe it was 2021, maybe since when I got you on by the time yeah. you got on, because it took some convincing. Because uh, Aaron's <laughs> just so bougie and so hard to come by. It was just... It took all the effort, y'all. I had to like do like I had to get to a certain number, and then Aaron was like talk to my agent, and I was like, "All right, no, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop." Before my I agent put another is my agent. boyfriend. <laughs> uh, but content creation, yeah, something we both love doing. And since I've known you, you've done such a great job at it, and you've really put so much effort and time and care into every skit that you've done. And so I want to talk to a little bit about that and like what yeah. content creation means to you personally. So I'm just like trying to think like content creation, like whenever I first started, I was just super bored during quarantine because like, you know, everybody else just wanting to do something to fill the time. But then I remembered like, Hey, maybe I could actually use my writing degree for something. Like, even though I'm not getting paid for it, obviously, but I'm just like, I've always wanted to write skits. And when TikTok added that three minute feature, I was like, I might actually be able to do something with this. I, I don't mm. care what like views are like, cause like sometimes like reach and views can be very like a touchy subject with a lot of people. But like that one, I'm just like, you know what? I just want to figure out a rhythm and see if I can get something going. And it started off with persona five content and just like head cannons that I had about like the phantom thieves and just kind of taking it from there. But I always wanted to do something related with uh, black lagoon. Because it's, as you know, it's my favorite anime. And I had like so many headcanons for this very dysfunctional group of young adults. And I'm just like, we never see any episodes of Black Lagoon where they're not working. The only time that we do is like the big like catalyst, like between Rock and Revy. And I'm just like, you know what? I wonder what actually happened if they had like slower days at the office when they're not on a job. So I just started coming up with a bunch of different headcanons that I've always wanted to write. And then Lagoon Company on nah, Lagoon Company Office on a Slow Day was born. I cannot even say my own show. <laughs> no, trust me. It's no, I think because you yeah. do you've done it for a while now and you've done so many, you know, like you said, so many episodes now at this point. I feel like you've always took it another step when you're doing, you know, these skits. I remember the first one you showed me personally was um the one, the, the episode about the, the ping pong, uh, beer pong, I think. Yes. Oh my, that was, I'll be honest. That is my favorite thing that I've ever written during that time. When I wrote it, I was out of a job hmm. and I was looking for work and I was just like, you know what, what if I actually like made like a longer, like skit and see where it goes. And every single, like that was 10 days straight of filming. I set up a beer pong tournament like table in my living room. I was playing beer pong with myself, but I am so proud of how that story turned out. 
but that is by far my favorite skit that I've written. I was curious because I know that, you know, you've done one of your most infamous TikToks was Mm -hmm. the the JoJo pose when you bent backwards, like a, from the, uh, what's that one? The Exorcist. Oh, Dio. Yeah, Dio, but your natural stance was like from The Exorcist. And it definitely scared me. And my finger was on the on friend button, but you know, we're here, so it doesn't matter. Um, No, I kid, but you know, going from that and then going to, to skit writing, me personally, I've known you, so I know that you love writing and I, you know, it was a natural progression to see that. Um, was there any hesitancy when it came to you wanting to do like a lot more skits? Like, were you like, okay, well, it's not like the same, one is a lot of work, but two, it's not the same as like just doing trending things, uh, even though that's still hard its own, but you know, you're right. naturally... I would say athletic and that so a lot of those things you're doing is something that I feel like came natural to you and it's something you can do you've been on social media for a while so you know the trends and find it so were you a little hesitant to go from okay silly quote-unquote TikToks to like okay I'm going to do skits where I really take characters I love by the way and write them in these different quirky situations that I hope other people will enjoy that was always the direction I wanted to go with my content I have never been one to really jump on trends I've always been mm-hmm. one to want to do my own thing and really establish myself as my own kind of content creator in a way. Like, I know there's a ton of different skit writers on TikTok that do a phenomenal job, but in terms of the content with the trends, like, I just feel like I'm doing something that's not true to myself. I feel like I'm adapting to what everybody else has been doing. And of course, like the way that the algorithm works, sometimes it'll pick you and you'll be lucky. Like, that's just how the world works with TikTok. But that's... I've never been one to like want to blend in with a crowd, like even like putting my own spin on the trends. I just feel like I'm doing something that's not unique to myself. So, and like, that's just me personally. I'm not trying to trash anybody by saying that, but the skits and like writing something for myself. And also like, I've been noticing more skits coming out like within the anime community on TikTok. And I do kind of contribute myself to being part of the reason why, since a lot of people have been coming to me about skits recently. And I think it's a huge honor that people want to write more skits, but that was like one of the big things that I've noticed with like the smaller series specifically in the anime community. A lot of people were just doing like the big three and I've always wanted to like touch base off of the smaller series. So no, I think, and I think that's a great and a scary thing. So I think like, just in terms of like, you know, like you just said, the big mm-hmm. three is something that, you know, will get views regardless of what type of video right. it would be. Uh, especially when it comes to skits and you know, making fun of those so mm-hmm. to do one that I still think has a solid fan base but a lot of people haven't watched yet I feel like as much obviously compared to like One Piece, Naruto, Bleach and stuff yeah this Black Lagoon especially um, since you dive so much into the characters individually when you do these skits because mm-hmm. you really obviously anyone who knows the show or the characters and sees your work knows how much you love and get these characters and how much you more importantly know about the characters when you're writing so mm-hmm. it's definitely like I feel like a a, a scary process because it's hard to get views on a show that's not always trending yeah especially when that's still ongoing in the way in the way that's ongoing right now manga wise mm-hmm. so I think that's uh, a really kudos to you for that and also like just knowing yeah. like knowing what you wanted to do but also like sticking sticking to it so when it comes to your content creation process is there anything you can share about like you know I guess it, it can be skits or it can be just any other type of video, whether it's like a, just a talking head video or a skit making, like what's the, what's Aaron, not Aaron's process from beginning to execution. Having ADHD is a plus. 
seriously, like my brain will go in different directions during my creative process. And like, sometimes like, I'll just be sitting there and think of like a quote that I heard earlier in the day, or like just something that comes to mind. I'm like, huh, that would be a really cool joke to have in a skit. I wonder what kind of story I could build around it. Yeah, It's always been my writing process. Like even like whenever I was in college and doing stuff with like the fiction writing program, there would just be like a scene that would just come into my head. I'm like, what kind of story can I build around this? Didn't matter if it took place in the beginning of the story. Most of the time it took place like in the second act, like the middle of the story, never really the end. Um, Because I'll be honest, I'm not good at writing endings. That's just my thing. But that's funny. I'm the opposite. Yeah. I hate, I don't, I sometimes don't know how to start, but I always know the end. So it's so funny that you say that. Yeah, we definitely are the opposite with that then. But yeah, but it's just like, I've always been like, how can we build a story around something that can happen in everyday life? And it's just kind of like, oh, so like, how do we get from this point? It could be either point A, point B. Like, how do we get from point A to like X amount of points? So my writing process is very weird, um, but it's something that works. Alex always yells at me for not outlining because that is something that I cannot bring myself to do. You're wild as hell. Yes. What? All of those are all of those Lagoon Company office skits, none of them have an outline. Not a single one. Yo, how do you, as someone who doesn't have ADHD, right? So I, I want to, I think that's a legit thing you're saying. It might be, it might be an ADHD thing. Because I, I feel like it's, is it because it's too, and this is like a legit question. I'm really yeah. curious. So is this like, maybe is it too organized? I know outlines are like super organized or can be super organizational. Okay, so do you think that's why maybe you just don't like it? Doesn't because there's some people who don't. Sometimes it's like for whether whatever yeah. reason it may be, it just doesn't feed into their creativity and it kind of takes away from their like structure. So is that is this something that is outline? Yeah. I guess you just just doesn't appeal to you. In like that's way. part of it. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely part of it. Um, the other thing is like I've noticed like every time that I've tried to outline, and I get to like the part that I'm the most excited about, like of that story of that skit whatever mm. something happens where i'm just like okay but what if i did this instead mm. and then i end up just doing that and it ends up working way better cuz like i do a lot better with like working under pressure than planning things out that's scary i don't know how you do that that sounds yeah. stressful i'm every writer's worst nightmare <laughs> i i could yeah <laughs> like I'm not awkward. not trying to sound cocky it's just they look at me and they're like Wow, you're fucking weird. I'm like, I know. Today's sponsor is RiceUpAnime.com. Did you know a silent voice, one of the best anime films I've seen, had a manga? Well, RiceUpAnime.com sent your boy a copy of the collector's edition, and my goodness, this thing is gorgeous. Not only are the panels incredibly detailed, there are some panels that are so detailed, I just feel like you can't copy the animation. That's why you need this manga. And the cover for the complete collector's edition is quite frankly, one of the best covers I've ever seen in manga, especially for a collector's edition. So what are you doing? Use the link right now, head over to riceofanime.com and start your manga buying journey today. <laughs> I couldn't imagine going to someone like a head writer and be like, no, nah, no outline, bro. Like, what are you, what are you talking yeah, about? But it, but it works for you. It, it clearly it works and it is a fun process for you or else you wouldn't be doing it. So that's yeah. important. Each each writer has their own caveat, on like things they like doing, things they don't like doing, and a quote unquote method uh, to their madness. But I also want to switch gears into your cosplaying journey because I think that's a really interesting and important thing to go over. Is that 
uh first of all when, when did you start cosplaying like officially like hey i'm buying this costume and i'm going to wear and act like this character and do videos or things like that so my first cosplay that i ever bought was from uh fire emblem three houses uh byleth uh, okay. my friends and i were supposed to go to teco which is the pittsburgh-based convention hmm. and it was 2020 of yeah. course there but yeah like a bunch of us were just gonna go and i had my 3d sword ready like printed sword that alex got for valentine's day which i was like that's so sweet give me my weapons <laughs> so yeah and like that was supposed to be my first cosplay and even like early mm -hmm. on i was like what if i started doing like videos as this character but because violet doesn't really have or didn't at the time because it was just three houses now there's three hopes and there's more of the personality behind that character violet was very much an unspoken protagonist and you like picked everything like how they were going to act so creating my own version of violet for what other people expected it was very challenging so i was like i don't know if i can make content based off of this character but still want to get into cosplay and then as time went on i was like i've always wanted to cosplay Revy. But at the time, I was definitely heavier than what I was. And I was like, I'm not comfortable in my own skin right now. Mm -hmm. And because of working from home, I was able to work out a lot more. So I kicked my my ass into here. And yeah. No, I think, and I, you know, someone who's followed you since you started cosplaying mm -hmm. and seeing like how comfortable you've gotten with it and the work too, because like people know, like you said about working on just a mental, physical mindset that you wanted to be in before, like you, that, and I think it's important. I want people, especially the dude bros out there to understand this. I do it for my mental state. Yeah, exactly. And, and you, you want to get right in what you saw as right and dictate that. I, I like to make sure to highlight that when people say these things, I think it's important to let people know it wasn't like an outside factor. It's something that you've internalized that you wanted to do for yourself, not only just for mental, but I'm sure for your own like personal health and just like a mindset clarity type of thing. Um, and it, it worked out for you, obviously, because if you're able to get into cosplay and you never stopped and it's something that's really important to you, obviously. And I guess since, you know, that you said 2020 happened um, and what, so what was your first, what ended up being your first ever con? New anime NYC. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Did you yeah. not panic? Oh, I did. Remember, I left early because I had a panic. That's right. That's right. You did. Me and you <laughs> yeah. both. Never mind. Yeah. Panic I was just like, no, I definitely did. I just waited until I got back to the hotel. No, it was yeah. wow. That was no, your, wow. I was just like, all right. Like, I guess it was like one of those, like, I was overwhelmed by like one, everything that was going on and like not really having a set plan of what I wanted to do while I was there. But yeah. also, like, I was overwhelmed with the amount of people that were coming up to me, and they're just like, I love your content. I'm like, I only have, like, 40K. Like, what? And they're just like, no, like, you're, like, one of the only people that actually covers Black Lagoon. And I'm like, I didn't expect this many people to come up to me and stop me for pictures. Like, what? Like, this is so bizarre. But, like, that's also, like, kind of preparing me for this year. I'm like, holy shit, people are going to be stopping me left and right if this is what it's going to be like. But yeah, I'm... Yeah. It's one of those, like, I'm definitely in a much better headspace than where I was, because I was also at a very toxic work environment at the time, too. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that also played a role into why all that happened, because, yeah, they were just very not accepting of who I was. Mm. And now I'm in a much better work environment where they're very accepting. No, I very, think really that's helps. important. I think that's super important what you said, especially because what people don't know is, like, a lot like we you and I are like really good friends so we I've yeah. seen all the background work you know that you put in and you've been 
for the moment, yeah, you've been pretty vocal and pretty like transparent, honestly, about like your journey and a lot of things that uh, either upset you or make you happy. Like you've been really- Oh, I'm very vocal about what upsets me. <laughs> which is important, but you also, yeah. but it's super important how transparent you are, period, like around the board, like compared to like, you know, what you tell me private or tell any one of us privately, and then what you put out there, like I, that's one thing I want to make sure that's clear is that you're really, uh, you obviously like we all do, we choose what we want to say, but like you're transparent. You don't like lie about your emotions and how you're feeling, which I can be, I feel like is very scary for um, a lot of people to put that out there, whether it's like interpersonal or like on the internet uh, mm -hmm. period. So I think that's really important. That's what helps build your personal brand and makes it so that you have such a supportive uh, group for the people who do follow you and like you for who you are and the content you post uh, is very clear to see that, that you didn't like just blow up on some random trend that had nothing to do with what content you wanted to make. You know, these mm -hmm. people who are like, hey, I really like, I really love Black Lagoon. There's not many people make Black Lagoon, if at all, really, that make like Black Lagoon content the way you do and the way you elevate these characters in certain situations. Because there's not a lot of, um, I'm sure there's fan fiction, a lot of other things for them, but it's not like, oh, yeah. again, like the big three or some of the other more popular shonen anime out there, um, mm -hmm. or even some of the other seinen anime out there. So like, just being able to appreciate what you do for that community, the Black Lagoon community, that I feel like grows every day, which is really cool because I, I know you and I probably watched around the same time. I watched it years ago. Like, I, it oh, was yeah. A minute. Yeah, I was in high school. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute since I watched it. So to see that and how many, I'm sure, friendships you made from Black Lagoon um, oh, yeah. is also really, really important. So I think, you know, overall. The amount like, of Remy cosplayers that I've adopted. Easily. Like, because easily, of this, I'm just like. Should. Right. Because it. Like, as soon as people tag me, they're just like, oh, my God, Aaron, like, her cosplay. I'm like, oh, my God, another Rebby cosplayer. Let's fucking go. Like, I'm, like, really excited. Um, One of the ones that, like, I've definitely become very close with, uh, Kiki Casual Cosplays. Uh, mm. She is a phenomenal cosplayer. Um, She cosplays Rebby. She's also uh, Maureen from My Dress Up Darling. Uh, Kitana. Her Kitana cosplay is, like, top tier. But like, but, like, people are just like, oh, my gosh. Like, Aaron, like, there's a competition coming for you. I'm like, no we are we're cutting that shit out right now because like that's ridiculous like people are just like oh my gosh like this person's coming for your cosplay i'm like no 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 we're creating a community here like we don't pit cosplayers against each other we are here to build this community and with as small as the community is with black lagoon it needs to grow we cannot have this so it's just like i put my foot down right away but because of that i feel like a lot of revy cosplayers have felt a lot more comfortable about cosplaying the character online like in their own way and i'm very happy to see that yeah i think and that's you know that's the things that people like to do um especially with characters that are again there's not too many cosplayers who do certain characters you know so the community gets smaller 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 that way in terms of who cos mm -hmm. cosplays these characters and make content as these characters and i feel like you've done a really nice job being really accepting of of that and you know and and making sure that people are okay uh i'm sure just like they say it to you i'm sure they say it to them mm -hmm. and you know the way you may again build friendships with people i think is a really beautiful thing like all the traits that you have that are very positive i feel like that's one that is i feel like underrated that at least from what i've seen what people say that people say a lot of nice things about you but i feel like that's one that people don't say that thing's an underrated trait of yours personally i have to give Aaron her flowers because she won't do it herself so I, I won't. I won't. I need you. I need people to do it, it for me because I refuse. <laughs> Thank um, you. But to be able to make friends, because I feel like that's a, a important skill set. And even when you know you have your your uh, personal like issues or problems, you resolve it in a very professional manner. I believe, 
in mm-hmm. a very a, a way that's like you give people an opportunity a fair shake and yeah. I think that uh something that younger me definitely did not do um and I learned from you over the years too of like you know just how to approach this content game and you've been very open about um how to get better and different things like that so I always come to you as uh like I'm a sister role very to me. happy to help you <laughs> thanks see thank you and yeah. that's and that's why that's important um but you're gonna hate me for this so we have uh, yeah. We have uh, rapid fire questions. That, I think I know where this is going. That's, that should be so great. And <laughs> it's going to be so fun. God. I cannot wait. And I swear that uh, this definitely has no food takes in it. I knew it. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, the, the game is, I'm doing this all season long. The game is that I'm going to give you a, a couple questions. Okay. You, you can answer or not answer. If you just don't answer, whether it's just something you just don't feel like answering or you just don't know the answer to it, just hit uh to say skip or pass, whatever, and we'll move on to the next question. The goal is to answer as many questions as humanly possible. And then the season, we'll see who wins. Are okay. you ready? Yes. Okay. You know, I'm always down for some friendly competition, so let's go. Great. <laughs> uh, first question is, what's your favorite cosplay that you have? Revy, obviously. <laughs> okay. What's the most annoying cosplay to put on that you have? Oh, um, Byleth, by far. From what, uh, what, what uh, property is that from? um fire emblem three houses because there's a corset involved that say less i I need i need another person to help me yes i bet uh favorite candy reese's reese's cups disgusting uh least favorite candy (laughs) i didn't say candy corn but i feel like you would have uh least (laughs) least favorite candy yeah candy corn is it really that's good it is well though Please, at least I know. Wait, whoa, 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 okay. What's your second? I, I'm now mounting question. What's your right. other second favorite Hades candy? Dots, which happens to be Alex's favorite candy. Yeah, because Alex is a fucking great human being. No, oh you're, my, wrong. you're not siding with you're him. Shut wrong. up. No. Oh my god. Yo, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. I'm pulling up with. I'm pulling up with. I'm gonna get Alex a freaking oh present. I'm pulling up with dots. I'm pulling. I got something for your ass. I got something for your ass. But anyway. Yeah. I got something for you. Um, I don't care what it is, but yeah. What is what is your favorite food? Favorite food? It's like trying to pick a favorite child. Exactly. Why would you do this to me? Because I did this specifically for you. God damn it. I've asked um, no one else this question. All right. I'm going to be extremely bougie. Um, I love Chilean sea bass. Like, fantastic. Um, there's this restaurant in Pittsburgh called Altius. They do it mm. in like seared, they sear it in lobster butter. And they serve it over mashed potatoes with asparagus, and it's just like so rich and fluffy, and it's just phenomenal. For anyone that is I only listening to fit. this, anyone that's just listening to this, yes, Aaron I'm is a white. Snob. <laughs> Aaron is white. Um, so next question. <laughs> yes, I know that. <laughs> next question is: What is your dream anime convention? Like, what's the one you you would love to go to? Like, if money distance wasn't a problem, what was your dream convention you'd like to attend? Oh, Anime Expo. M Expo in LA. Yeah. Great, great, great. They're I feel like those. I missed so much last year, and you guys looked like you had a blast. I mean, because that's because we need you. We yeah. need you with us next time. We got you. Yeah. We got you. Um, what is your favorite thing about? Like, what's your favorite thing about content creation? Whether it's the actual content, writing, the friends you made along the road. You won't be sweet and political about it. What is your <laughs> What is your favorite thing? Um. Of course, the friends that I've made along the way, that is uh, one of them. But so cheesy. I know. No, but like I have two other answers 
to go along with this. One, I love seeing people's reactions to my content because I always bounce my skit ideas off of Alex. Alex is the one that hears everything before I start filming in like the final draft, before I randomly have a change of heart. But I love seeing everyone else's reactions, like just like have validation that what I'm writing actually is doing well, Mm -hmm. Um, especially with truth be told right now. Holy, like I did not expect it to do as well as it's doing right now. And I'm like super excited. But the other one, I think the most important thing, I think content creation has taught me a lot about how to stand up for myself Hmm. and really and truly not take shit from people like I was always that person to begin with but it really didn't come into full force until I started creating content and I started getting a following and it definitely happened whenever like the Revy content started getting a lot more prevalent on my page and I realized how disgusting some men are out there and like very like they do not really understand that that is a person on the other side of that so it's one of those like, okay, like what can I say without crossing the line, but get that message across? And yeah, like I'm thankful for content creation for giving me more of a backbone than I already have, but also doing it with tact, like you were telling me earlier. So last question, most yes. controversial question. Okay. What's the anime you refuse to watch? Seven Deadly Sins. No, that's a, that's a, I mean, that's an okay answer. I get that. Yeah, I mean, like, that's yeah. Is fine. Hater. All right. That is it for this episode of the Wholesome Month Podcast. Aaron, where can the people find you out there on the interweb? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Aaron with a Y, not Aaron with an I. So E-R-Y-N. Oh, my bad. Yeah. My oh yeah, and YouTube, YouTube. I keep forgetting about my YouTube. <laughs> yes. Plot the use the same the same ad name. Yes. Same ad name. Okay. My dyslexic ass got so confused. I was like, what are you talking yeah. about? I know. I never know how to tell people like whenever it's like not right there. Yeah. Just like, yes, this is my handle. But I'm like, it's Aaron, not Aaron. I'm like, wait a minute. No That's one's so gonna funny. know how to spell it. I didn't know Aaron's name for the longest time. Um, and then you can follow me on all social media platforms on. It'll be at wholesome underscore monk. And if you listen to this podcast or you watched it, you're now 10% more wholesome than you were before you listened. Let's get this pochitas up so people can see it. We love our pochitas. Peace out, everybody.